0: All right, guys, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Fight to Finish podcast. (laughs) We continue with our conversation about Twilight. That's right. I finished the book and these are my thoughts. So we hope you guys enjoy this one. Each one.
1: Hi, everyone. This is the Fight to Finish podcast. I'm Cece.
0: And this is R1S.
1: And we are your hosts for the Fight to Finish podcast. In this episode, we are going to finish off what we started. <laughs> Arwen finally finished the Twilight first book, book the, the first, first book, one. the first Twilight book, um, and he's going to give us his thoughts on it.
0: I guess, I guess so.
1: Okay, so that's what, yeah, that's good.
0: I was recording.
1: Oh, what? Yeah, I thought that was practice.
0: No, we can we can keep that one in if you want. Or okay, you want that was good. That was good. That was, was good. good.
1: Yeah. That was good. Okay, let's do that. So Arwin,
0: uh, yes, babe.
1: Okay, final thoughts overall. Did you or did you not like the book overall?
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a, an Arwen rating uh, out of ten.
1: Wow, out, out of ten. F- okay, five. Most people do five. like five I, stars. I'll do five. When I'll do Arwen five. Ten.
0: I'll do five. <laughs> He's bougie. Uh, <laughs> I'm not bougie. So out of five, I would have to give it a solid. Four, no, three, three and a half or four. I'm on, I'm on. And maybe this will change at the end of our podcast, but um, I would get, I would, I would give it a three and a half. Let's start with three and a half. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was. Um, By the way, spoiler alert. If you have not, you know, read the book, watch the movie, or listen to it via Audible, not sponsored. However, Audible, uh, we are accepting <laughs> <laughs> accepting sponsorships if you want to hand them out. Um, listen to it. Um, there, there will be spoilers. There will be, so will be spoilers for if sure. If you don't
1: want spoilers, and stop listening. Yeah, out. you
0: can go to any one of our fabulous podcasts. There's 10 of them now. Subscribe. Well,
1: episodes.
0: <laughs> subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and uh, if you can't find us on there definitely go follow us on F2F podcasts on Instagram and then we have a bunch of other links there where you can follow along but yes that was a quick plug um, um, so definitely in the last podcast I think I, I got annoyed by a lot of things and um, and that didn't change <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I think
1: okay. Who's your favorite character?
0: Um, probably going to be now. It's probably going to be Edward for sure.
1: Wow, Edward! So you're Team
0: Edward? Uh, maybe I, I. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, I mean I, as
1: of right now, as you're as Team right Edward. Now,
0: as of right now, I am Team Edward. Um,
1: so why why did that change?
0: Um, towards the, near the end of the book. Um, <clears throat> first of all, the one of the most annoying characters is the main character. Uh, Bella is very annoying. Um, (laughs) She's that, you know, teen angst, 16, 17 year old. I'm in love with this ridiculously good looking man. Or, well, I'm going to say, I can't say boy because technically he's like a hundred years old. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) um, yeah, I think, you know, he, um, he is He's weird, but I think it's because he's um he's got some wisdom to him. And towards the near end of the book, I mean, obviously he saves the girl and he um damsel in, in distress and like he actually I really like his family. I like Edward and um what's his quote unquote dad's name um Carlisle. Carlyle. I like Carlyle. I, I like the whole family when when they all finally meet her. They kind of accept her. And then obviously they protect her from this Hunter or these three, or three people. And um, yeah, I mean that those, but I still feel, I still like Charlie. I still like Charlie. Mike takes a backseat role. Um, I know we talked about Mike last time, but he, he's not, obviously all the high school friends really don't care matter anymore. But I really thought this book was like slowly built up. It just kind of, T- talking about school talk about school all of a sudden they're in love distress and then done it's like what so i, I those are my initial like that's what i thought of the book yeah. um
1: so it's funny because you say that bella's really annoying because she's in love with this super good looking man I mean, you remember when you were 16 and you saw like a cute girl were you not like oh my god she's so dreamy
0: okay so being an adult now and then being like if I were like a, a young teen or preteen or youth, whatever genre this is technically called, I would probably appreciate it. You know, Um being an adult now, I definitely was rolling my eyes like half the time going, oh, I literally went, oh, God, seriously? Like I went out loud like I and I rolled my eyes and I was like, seriously, just just I mean. This whole book takes place in pretty much sounds like one semester, if if not one year. That's a relatively quick amount of time to a fall in love with a man. He's a uh,
1: hundred, okay. He uh, knows what's going on. He knows what is going on.
0: She doesn't, and he and she's like lightweight saying that they are going to spend the rest of their lives together. And like I mean, that's
1: a long time because
0: he's a hundred, and he's a
1: hundred, a vampire and can't die,
0: and he's immortal. <laughs> He doesn't sleep either. Well, that's actually one thing I really appreciated about this book is, is how they explain the lore around vampires. Um, like they explain for the most part, like uh, vampires, you know, I, maybe this is something everybody knew, but I, I definitely didn't know this. But um, when you get bit, right, you're, you're technically, you know, there's a before human life. A lot of these vampires don't remember their human life. And in their vampire life, so I guess your memories go all the way after you become a vampire. And getting bit, there's venom, and venom can actually kill you. So just because you're bit doesn't mean you're going to be automatically turned into a vampire. Um, right? Am I correct? It just
1: right based on so, the first
0: book. So no spoilers if you're trying to. So t-
1: I think that your memories don't completely go away. Mm-hmm. It starts to get fuzzy, and then the more time goes Uh, on you start
0: to remember the fuzzier it gets Ah, got it so if you're uh you know centuries centuries (laughs) and centuries old you okay Mm -hmm. got it
1: which i think they'll explain in the later books like it's like um it's like you're watching a TV with like bad reception. Uh, and so it's
0: like the further away you go,
1: like your whole life you've been watching TV with bad reception. So you're just like, Oh, this is just TV. Mm. And then you get HD TV and you're it. just like, wow, this is crystal clear. And then you can't even really remember like those shows that you, sure, that you sure. used to watch that were all like with bad reception. Got it. It's like that. That's, that's how they describe it. So
0: see, that's what I mean. I, I really liked when um, Bella was getting to know Edward, that buildup. And she was getting glimpses and pieces of like who he was or how he became to be. You know, there was a really a long time spent between those two. Like, oh, I get to ask all the questions today. Or he's like, OK, then I can ask all the questions. Right. And like, <laughs> it's like a weird, you know, getting to know like um, courting sequence where they're basically just asking each other like questions back and forth. And I really appreciated the way that the author, um, Stephanie Mayer, Mayer, whatever, um, talks about vampires and like the lives before and how Edward became to be and like how Carlisle became to be. And like, you know, obviously there had to be a source and like also like do why the Collins live in the Pacific Northwest where it's traditionally cloudy, you know, and they can be out during the day, but um, it's only because it's cloudy. Obviously if there's too much sun, then there's an issue. They never sleep, which is kind of along the lines of what, Vampire lore, everybody knows, but not in coffins. Um, And what else did I I really like? Um, They explained about like how they try to live undercover and like, there's people not like Carlisle and his family, the Cullens, I should say. Um, And for the most part, you know, near the end of the book, when they encounter these, these uh, like a hunter, right? That obviously you can see now a divide between The Cullens versus these traditional vampires that roam around and hunt and feed um, on people, essentially, Mm -hmm. um, while the Cullens tend to prefer hunting big game or big animals. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I really see the the fact that I've been talking about this for a couple minutes now is like, that's what I found intriguing. And what I didn't find intriguing is all this lovey dovey stuff from from Bella's point of view. So.
1: Okay. Interesting. What did you think about the ending with uh with Tyler?
0: Wait, what? Oh, with with Tyler. <clears throat> um so just the whole the, the whole setup is at well, should we talk about like what happens, link?
1: Yeah, cuz we already said that's definitely okay, so, spoilers. So more,
0: so, again, more. if you read yeah. the book. <laughs> so, to, to kind of bra- uh, glaze over it, um, Edward invites Bella to a baseball game and she's witnessing this ultra-fast baseball game out in the middle of nowhere um, in the Pacific Northwest in the clearing, sort of. And it's... Um, they got supernatural strength, so every time they pitch it, it's really super-fast, or if they hit the ball and it cracks and it's seemingly going over the mountains, but Edward's there to like um, go catch it, you know, and he's super, he's super super quick. And then Alice or one of the sisters, quote unquote sisters, because they're all kind of somewhat adopted. She has a gift of seeing things, but they're not always accurate. And they're like glimpses. And, you know, she has premonitions basically. And she sees like three hunters um, roaming into the area because they smell Bella. There's a scent that Bella gives off. Um, if you w- listen to our first podcast, we explain that Edward really, um, there likes her scent. He likes her scent. Um, and so, um, long story short, they're attracted by her scent. Edward kind of, um, Edward is protective of her that sets off the hunter, the hunt. Basically now they're on the, they they were on the run, long story short, Bella gets attacked, gets bit. Edward has to suck the venom out, but resist in killing her himself. And then now they're at the prom where they're all lovey-dovey. She decides to stay in for, Forks. And um, so while they're dancing, her and Edward, Tyler comes. And remember, or if you don't know, Tyler is a, lot, a little bit younger than everybody. He doesn't exactly live in this area. So seeing him at this this prom was a little, like uh unannounced, I guess. And um I guess Edward, sorry, Tyler and Bella were having a conversation. Tyler um Tyler's basically there to send a message from his dad.
1: What's no, this? you're thinking about Jacob.
0: Oh who's Tyler then?
1: Tyler is the one that almost hit Bella with his van.
0: Oh oh he's try he was supposed to take her to the prom.
1: <laughs> well do you remember why?
0: No, wait, wait. I know he calls. He calls. It's
1: because so at the beginning of the book, I don't know if you remember this, but at the beginning of the book, he almost hits her with the van.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, he's just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. I think it's before that even. He is like waiting. Like he stops his van or whatever. He gets out and he asks, like, it's like he's holding up everyone.
0: Oh, I do remember that. Like very beginning of the book. he asks day, yeah. her
1: to like the like Sadie's dance or dance, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, I think it's like Girls' Choice." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, "Oh yeah, I was hoping you would ask me." Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Oh, I'm not going," you know. And I think she was like kind of short with him. She's like, "No," and then she like felt bad, and then she's like, "Maybe next time." He's like, "Okay," oh. and so then he's all like, "Oh, this is the next dance. This is the next so dance."
0: Yeah, he yeah. He just yeah.
1: assumed that they were gonna go, so
0: he calls. He calls her, right? Yeah. And like, um, and she, oh no, she, think, she I assumes think... that she's going to go with him because she's actually taken su- by surprise when Edward ends up taking her. Do you remember that? Cause she's oh, in a I cast. Thought, she's in a cast.
1: I thought Edward showed up and then Tyler showed up. She's like, wait, what? No,
0: no, no, no. So Alice, so Alice was getting her ready and like Alice, like mm. she doesn't remember her human life. So she's just kind of like using Bella as a doll a doll essentially dressing her up and then um uh charlie sets it up where like charlie's there too or something i don't know whose house they're at but then charlie and edward are talking or whatever and then someone calls someone that's on the phone is actually tyler tyler talks to edward and then um I was yeah. Like get out of here yeah, <laughs> yeah something like that and then then he was like i'm gonna you know obviously he takes her to the prom and she's like taken aback by that that's that's how i okay. i remember it
1: i don't know i haven't read the book in a few years so <laughs> you could be right but i thought that was funny that sorry like, yeah
0: i was why was i thinking of jacob but yeah so poor tyler
1: <laughs> yeah poor tyler <laughs> poor guy poor dude <laughs> he waited
0: oh uh, but i remember but
1: edward's ridiculously good looking like
0: mike and tyler were kind of fighting for her, right? Yeah. And then Mike hooked up with one of the friends. Was it Alyssa? Somebody. He hooked yeah, up Yeah, it
1: was one of the other friends. Because
0: she liked him. Yeah. She liked him a lot or yeah. whatever, and then so it became like a thing.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay, so let's Okay, so then let's go back to the whole Jacob thing. What was the message that Jacob's dad So was sending.
0: Um He said I wasn't in be careful. Like, he warned about Edward. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Something like, obviously, the dad. Was it James? Something? Someone's yelling at us right now.
1: I know. They're just like, what is wrong
0: with you? I thought you read the book. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, basically, Jacob is telling a... a, um, Relaying a message um, to Bella from his dad to Bella warning him about, um, warning them, warning her about Edward. And, and basically, you know, she's, she gets mad, sort of, but she remembers he's only relaying the message and it's not, they mean well, um, in trade poor Jacob just gets a master cylinder out of it, supposedly, but no, he got like money out of it. Forget he got something out of it. But you know, those things are kind of expensive. So, um it's kind of integral to a car, but anyways but, <laughs> um yeah, so, and it kind of leaves it at that. What I didn't get in the end of the epilogue, um is like she they're dancing her and Edward are dancing, and it literally like lives uh leaves off on a cliffhanger where he's like breathing on her neck, and then it like supposedly like he opens his mouth and then that's it, so I don't know what's.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I don't know what does happened. Does
0: she get bit? Does she not? Well, if she gets bit and it's at the fucking dance, <laughs> she might potentially die, and then that outs the whole fucking Collins. It's like totally ridiculous if he does it. So, I I highly doubt that's that. But it is kind of a cliffhanger. Kind he of can
1: run away really fast with her.
0: The whole family can absolutely, but like now they got to uproot and do everything again.
1: Oh, but I mean he can like bite her on the dance floor and then pick her up and
0: oh, just and like then go?
1: leave. Like
0: <laughs> mm. who's
1: gonna stop him? No that's one. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. So are you going to read the next book, which is called New Moon?
0: (sighs) I think I have to.
1: I think you have to, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of excited.
0: Uh, I mean, it's not the next book on my queue. Um, I'm already listening to another book, but it definitely is something I need to kind of finish. Plus, you and your sisters have said that the next book, New Moon, is probably the best out of the series.
1: I don't know if it's the best, but things enjoy- definitely get interesting here.
0: Oh, okay, so don't spoil it for me. I'm not. I just I know, I think I'm just it enjoy- just gets
1: interesting. And I think it, I'm interested to hear your thoughts and how your thoughts change. I'm interested
0: to see if like people enjoy me reacting to seemingly genres that i don't like so this this genre this youth genre I,
1: okay he says he doesn't like it but he gave it a 4 out of 5 stars i said so. okay
0: rewind <laughs> listen back you can oh wait because literally at the beginning i said let's start with 3.5 maybe no four. you
1: said we can rewind back you said 4 uh, stars and nope. you're like well nope. okay maybe 3.5 nope. okay we'll we'll go back oh.
0: The audience will. They'll, they'll know.
1: Yeah, as long as you don't want to edit it out of here. I'm not going to edit it yeah, out. Yeah, you will. I'm not. <laughs> we'll go back and listen. And then we'll make a post on our Instagram about who was right. <laughs> Spoiler alert, <laughs> it's me.
0: <laughs> Overall, I do think um, it is It is a good book. I I. I don't... The genre is... Um, you know, I, I hope we don't have... If we have a daughter, I'm going to have to deal with this. And I don't know if I have the capacity to deal with it.
1: Well, he's going to have to deal with it because we both know I'm not. She's going to hate me.
0: It's the teen angst. The teen angst. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. She, you know, hate your mom. Daddy's (laughs) daddy's little girl. And you're going to have to deal with, oh, my God, Dad, he hates me. My life is over. (laughs) I don't have any friends. They all hate me. I don't
0: fit in. Um, Yeah. Overall, I enjoyed the book. Um, I definitely will listen to it now, uh, you know, question for the audience, um, feel free to comment on any of the posts about it or let us know how, um, you, well, let us know what you think of the book, whether you took the chance and listened to it as well too. Uh, if you like, feel my same sentiments or.
1: Yeah. Do you agree? Do you disagree with, uh, Arwen's thoughts? What rating would you give it? And who is your favorite character? I'm curious. Who is your favorite character and why?
0: hmm who's your favorite character i can't say no spoilers from the first book let's just okay you don't have to say overall geez
1: okay let's see from the first book probably alice
0: Hmm. okay explain i'm a little bit confused by her backstory like why is she important to the hunter and the whole (laughs) dynamic there like do you remember? I don't remember. I'd so, have to listen to the book. So anyway. apparently, like the hunter knows Alice or like there's a connection there with Alice. Like I
1: think they touch on it later.
0: No well, apparently the Hunter, there was only one one um, Did they
1: go into her backstory?
0: Not too much. So the Hunter I think
1: I think in one of the other books they go into her backstory.
0: Okay. So because what it was explained was the Hunter only had one thing that he was hunting get away right before he explains it to her right at, before he killed or was about to try to kill oh. Bella. And, and then Bella puts two and two together, which I didn't get. And I was like, she's like, Alice, I was like, how, how, how did you just seemingly just get that? What's the connection here? All right, and he so, kind of explains, but I, so
1: guys, so now that, wait, did you already purchase Naimud? No. Mm, okay. So it's in my cue, so once again,
0: um, I have four credits. <laughs> I would enjoy more. <laughs> Just saying, Audible is a great service. I've been a member since 2016. That's true. And I have tons and tons of books. As a person with, well, we might go on a tangent here, but as a person with dyslexia and a commute, well, I should say mild self-diagnosed dyslexia, <laughs> mild self-diagnosed dyslexia, Um, Audible has been very, very integral to... Just my enjoyment of books, right? Um, I do have somewhat of a commute. And even when I didn't have a big commute, I would listen to it constantly. That in podcasts. Um, it's very rare for me to actually listen to music. Um, well, I do listen to music. I don't want to just sound like I don't listen to music, but yeah, I do. Yeah, he's
1: weird, guys. He's weird.
0: <laughs> but anyways, shout out to Audible. Um, maybe
1: one day we'll get sponsored by that. Maybe. Or get some credits. Yeah, get some credits.
0: okay go ahead sorry you're gonna say
1: um yeah so i think what i'm gonna do since you're taking a break i didn't want to listen to twilight to like i didn't want to mess up like because we share an audible account mm-hmm. so i didn't want to mess it up and start listening to twilight while oh, you okay, were listening okay, okay, to okay, it and okay. then you'd lose your spot you're more than welcome. so now that you're done with it i'll probably listen to twilight and then i'll listen to new moon or maybe i'll just read new moon i don't know we'll, we'll see um <laughs> Think I might have the paperback. I just hate carrying around the hardcover uh, book. It's
0: not that you think you might. You have you have tons of books.
1: Yeah, but I only have one copy of each Twilight book.
0: By the way, another quick tangent. This, this is
1: not Harry Potter we're talking about. I know, but by I the way, I have like three copies of each have book. Tons for of books, Harry
0: Potter. <laughs> something I did want to talk about, and it's in my notes to talk to you about, is a couple weeks ago. Um, obviously, with the new year, we like to kind of Marie Kondo um, our life. Um and just start fresh. And one of the well, if you're not familiar with Marie Kondo, you um you try you to You have
1: to choose the things that give you joy and you get rid of the things that don't give you joy.
0: So it's a cleanup process. So right?
1: I mean, you know, it's like all my books give me joy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. so I was very proud of this young lady where she we have tons of books. Um she is a bookworm. Um and You know, one of these days I would love to to have an office with uh, like a library, right? Just books around the house. And that's really, you know, if if it's any addiction that she, I'm grateful she doesn't have like a handbag um, addiction or like jewelry addiction. I will gladly support her anytime. It's hard for me to say no when we're at a bookstore and she wants to buy something, you know, and she buys it. And we do have a collection of some rare books that we're really proud of having. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, during our New Year's New Us kind of thing, we uh, she took the time to look at her bookshelves, and what'd you do, babe?
1: I got rid of a lot of books. I was really <laughs> sad afterwards. I was like, so sad.
0: So I don't want you to think that when when she says get give, uh, get rid, we mm-hmm. we are ha- fortunate to live in an area that has a bookstore that takes them back. And uh, recycled books. Um, there's, we went to two locations with our huge boxes and bags full of books that she was willing to donate. Um, and they basically buy them back, and they give you store credit or cash value. Think of like GameStop, but for books. Yeah. And so <laughs> they find a new home. Um, and she got way more than she thought she would. Yeah,
1: thought I was going to get like twenty dollars. <laughs>
0: For all the books that we, I mean, don't again, just like GameStop, you d- you don't really get a lot because obviously they have to ha- make some money off of them, but it's better than throwing them away or or giving them to the Goodwill. Um, you know, uh, uh, not to say that giving away the, the to charities isn't bad because uh, we definitely do that. We do Sacred Heart, we do um, the American Cancer Society, um, mm-hmm. and then when we don't find a home, so uh, we like to donate to like Goodwill. So in this case, we, we, we took them to, uh, the bookstore to get bought back. Whatever didn't get bought back from one bookstore. We went to its sister store, which is like 15 minutes away and then got more out of those. And then the remaining books, we ended up donating to Goodwill, but it was like Mad Libs that were half done and like a col- color coloring book. Books.
1: <laughs> that was like, oh, I colored a few of them, but I just never, Colored yeah
0: the rest of them, so. get get close so. <laughs> um so yeah, so I'm really proud of her for doing that and, and and I do encourage you guys if you guys do have books and and do want to do some sort of uh cleanup, I encourage you to a see if you can resell them back and b if you if you cannot um donate them to a charity that you feel profitable that would benefit from it, yeah, sorry, that's all I just quick plug on that. <laughs>
1: It's almost like you want to get sponsored by Goodwill as well.
0: <laughs> I'm just ch- encouraging people to
1: no, it's good. To, it's be, good.
0: to be good humans. But well, we're talking about you reading um, New Moon.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I need to be in a certain mindset to read New Moon.
0: Okay, see, why? Okay, no, I shouldn't ask peering questions because I feel like it's going.
1: Because I get sucked into it and I feel all the feelings that the characters feel. Okay. Oh, okay. So enough. it's like. It gets
0: intense. Okay. Anything else you want to ask me about this book?
1: No, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm just excited for you to read the rest of the
0: series. You said the same thing. So I feel like this is going to be an ongoing trend. It's going to be a subseries, basically. Arwen reads. Well, he audibles. Well, Arwen listens. Yeah, Arwen listens. Okay, first of all, like, if... Any of you out there that like you enjoy uh, listening to books, I would love to hear your opinion. But do the voice actors, uh, could they make or break your experience of the book? And I definitely I used to not think so because actually, no, I used to think so Um, just because like there I tend to listen to a lot of nonfiction and um more particularly, lately, a lot of science fiction. Um, but I feel like the voice actors contribute to the whole experience of the book. And in this particular book, I don't exactly. I think
1: you didn't love the voice actors.
0: I. It's not that I didn't like the voice actor. I believe, I just feel like this main actor, this voice actor, she, she did a really good job. To the fact that I, I was annoyed by Bella to the point where I thought she was actually bella and so i think she really did a good job um but Cece, you you had a chance to listen to maybe like a a chapter with me what did you think of the voice actor
1: it's okay i've heard better voice actors um no offense it's just for me i don't i don't i don't like listening Mm. to books i prefer to read it because i hear the voice in my head a certain way
0: Oh, and then so when a voice and actor... so when a
1: voice actor doesn't sound like how I imagined it, mm. then I'm just like, ugh. God, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> oh,
0: God.
1: <laughs> so um, I think I probably wouldn't have minded it as much mm. if I hadn't... If this was like my first time listening Got to it. the book. Because now I don't have like an idea of what these characters are supposed to sound like in my head. Mm. Um, So it's kind of like the same way. Like when you watch a movie, you're just like, ugh. God, they got they the did, actors yeah, all wrong. Yeah. That's, like, that's, that's a fair. horrible choice for the actor. Yeah, you know, and fair. it's like maybe they did a great job as a character, but it's just not how you envisioned it in your head.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So, good point. Yeah. Point taken.
1: But yeah, but please uh, check out our post on Instagram. We want to know mm. what, who your favorite character is and why.
0: Leave a comment. And yeah, and hopefully this will be a, a continuing series of conversations. Well, hopefully, and it's not only me reviewing a book, but, it, you know, hopefully it'll be more than Arwen's reaction to. <laughs> um, but we hope you guys enjoyed um, this second podcast of me reading Twilight uh, by Stephanie Meyer. Uh, we'd love to, again, follow us on Instagram, f 2 f podcasts. Leave a comment. Let us know on this post of who your favorite character is. Um, are you currently listening to to or listening or reading the book? Um, and yeah.
1: And if you have any recommendations for books you guys <laughs> think that we should listen to or read um, and you'd like to hear our opinion on it, go ahead and send us a message on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll be looking at those and. Maybe we can get Arwen to listen to some crazy stuff.
0: If this is your first time listening to us, thank you for joining. And if you are currently not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to us anywhere you guys listen to podcasts. Really? Podcasts, The FOB came out. I mean, anywhere you listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google. uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. Overcast. Tune in. Uh, pretty much, we try to be as available. Um, if you're listening on Apple, please rate us. Give us a review. Um, if you're listening on Google, rate us. And basically, let us know how you feel. It makes us better. Um, so and we do want
1: to hear from you guys. So please give us feedback. <laughs> what you want to hear. And yeah, any topics you want to hear about. So,
0: Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.